next episode episode si- <laughs> sorry do you want to finish <laughs> why <laughs> i'm not impressed <laughs> why are you why you totally just cut me off. <laughs> Welcome to so I'm Not offended. Impressed is what I was going to say. Welcome to episode six. I thought we were going to say it together. That's why I was saying it. Because that works great every time we do it. Yeah, let's try it. Okay. Okay, you ready? One, two. Welcome to... Welcome. Why do you say three? Well, I go on three. Okay. Fine, fine. One, two, three... Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the next, next episode. What are we saying? I'm not impressed. Are we saying welcome to episode six or welcome? Let's do up in episode six, okay? Okay. One, two, two three. three. Welcome, welcome to, to the sixth next episode. Uh, sixth episode. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not impressed. Great job. See, that worked a lot better than we thought it would. Oh, yeah, definitely. We mm-hmm. should do it more often. We definitely should. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll get better at it, so um, we don't have to have all this awkwardness at the beginning. That's true. Daniel, have I told you how many listens we have so far? Uh, you have not. Okay, let me just pull it up on my handy-dandy little device real quick. I'm guessing one, and that one is me. Have you even listened? <laughs> no. And it's not you. Maybe it's me. Well, I, I, uh, I pulled it up on Spotify, and that's it. We uh, finally got the audio situated. We shouldn't echo anymore. Yeah, hopefully. 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 This is a very scuffed podcast beginning, but you know what? We're here for it because we are complete noobs. We are. Please learn with us. We'll get there. (laughs) We currently have an overall of 255 listens. So thank you to everyone. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, I was looking at our locations the other day, and I just wanted to let you know that we have multiple 10 listens in Belgium. Hey, let's go. Belgium listeners. So Belgium was actually our first international listen. Oh, yeah? let's go, Belgium. Thank you. Let's go, Belgium. Please share... (laughs) You don't have to be in Belgium to do this, but please share with all your friends. Uh, and share with us any Belgium horror stories. Yes, please. I'd love to cover one. I wanted cool. to, but I couldn't find any inform- enough information. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, we'll have to dive deeper into the Belgium lore and see if we can find anything. I'll have to do a deep dive on Reddit. Yeah, that, that's where we all where, where we find the good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where I found the um, past three episodes. Oh, dang. I've kind of just been uh, looking around. I mean, you're doing good. You're doing good. I'm like going, I'm getting by on the skin of my teeth here. <laughs> I hate the skin of your teeth. Okay. That's a saying. That's I know it is, saying. but I don't like it. I... Skin, teeth, not skin. A lot of my uh, podcast stories have been found pretty, uh, pretty spontaneously, like the day of the podcast, um, and then I put it together within like an hour or so. So, I'm actually just like riding on the edge. <laughs> I'm not finding them very quick, very quickly. But 
Eh, it works. It works. I like the wolf girl one. That was fun. That one was a good one. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you have this time. I can't wait to hear the rest of this story that All you right. gave to us. Are you guys ready for the two part, the second part? Yeah, I am. Have you been on the edge of your seat all week? I have. <laughs> it's, it's getting it's getting uncomfortable. My tailbone, it, it might need some work after this. Might need to go into the doctor. Get it looked at, yeah. I'm, I'm beginning to slide off. I'm basically on my back at this point, slouching in my chair. Hmm. Well, let me help you fix that. Thank you. Yeah, help me sit up by telling me the rest of this story. Do you want to recap real quick? Yeah, give me a recap. Yeah, so last episode, if you haven't, if you're now just tuning in and you haven't watched, listened to last episode, you should probably go back and listen to that first, just to say that. But in the last episode, we talked about Stephen Stainer and his abduction when he was seven. And then seven years later, he ended up saving a kid and then... Both of them died very young in awful, well, I guess not awful ways. Kind of I awful. forgot about that. That's yeah. awful. They both died really young, leaving behind a wife and kids. And that's about, and then they had a plaque stolen off their statue, which sucks. But That does suck. That so disrespectful. Up, yeah, very disrespectful. If, you, if anyone in that area knows anything, just... Make an anonymous tip to the police. Please. Please. That's all. Uh, I just, I kind of just want to jump right in into this. All right. Let's um, dive deep. I have paper notes today. Oh, first paper notes of the podcast. So sorry if you hear paper. I was doing my notes at work today and I forgot my laptop. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to, so we left off. Probably what it was 2010 when 10 died and they got the statue. Yeah, from from what I remember, something, something around there. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I'm going to go back. I'm going to take you back to March 19th, 1999. Oh, that's really close to... Uh, you got this. Our brother's birthday. Yes. I was one. I have that in my notes, and I was gonna see if you were gonna say anything. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. That's really nine close. days after our brother's birthday. Yeah, the same year. So yeah, the same year he was born. Sorry, Cody. Sorry. But uh, so on March nineteenth, a burnt car was found in Yosemite National Park. A burnt car. A burnt car. Oh dear. When the investigators came to the scene, they were obviously doing their investigation, trying to see if they could find anything, any clues to what the car may have been doing there, if there was anyone hiking and their car just exploded, or what. When they opened the trunk, they found two bodies in the trunk. Huh? And they were so badly... I couldn't find what was wrong. Either they were so badly de- decomposed or the fire got to them so much. I'm thinking it's probably the fire got to them, but they could not be identified at all from any physical features except their dental records. Oh my goodness. And so when the dental records came back, 
It turned out to be 42-year-old Carol Sund and Silvina. I don't know how to say that. I feel really bad. I think it's spelled S-I-L-V-I-N-A. Sil? Let's just say Sylvie. Sylvie. I like that. Sylvie Palazzo, who was 16, went missing with Carol's daughter, Julie, who was 15, outside of the Yosemite Park entrance at a at the Cedar Lodge in El Portal, California, on February 15th. So this is a month after they went missing. And oh, they're wow. found in the trunk of this car. That was fast. We're moving really quickly. Well, they weren't looking for a car. I don't think... They just kind of went missing. They weren't really looking from mm. what I could see. Oh. There wasn't any, like, search and party, like, rescue. They just found the car, and then when they opened the trunk, there was two bodies in there. Uh, Julie was still missing, because there's only two bodies in the car. Mm-hmm. Right. So Julie is still missing, and on March 25th, the investigators received received a, an anonymous letter at the police oh station. My. This letter hinted into the location of Julie. It also said, we had fun with this one. Oh, no. So the perpetrator had mailed in this letter to the police to hint, hey, Julie is out there somewhere. And you should go find her. It's too late for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish I did. I wish there was no murder in the world. So I want to have to tell you. But I'm sorry. Alright, let's go ahead. Let's get on with it. <laughs> on March 26th, the day after the letter, they received the letter, Julie was found. Her throat had been slashed so badly she was nearly decapitated. Carrie, a handyman at the lodge, was questioned. But he had no criminal history or activity, and the police just didn't think he was a bad guy. They didn't see him being able to commit this crime. Okay. So the case stalled. Oh, uh, spoiler alert, guys. Um, he did it. He did it. Okay. He did it. Okay. Yeah. Because right. mm-hmm. on July twenty second, nineteen ninety nine, Carrie broke into a cabin belonging to Joe Armstrong. She was a Yosemite naturalist. He entered her cabin at gunpoint, bound her hands and mouth with duct tape. Once this happened, he forced her into his vehicle. Joe was a lot braver than I feel like a lot of us would be. Because her fight or flight instincts kicked in. And she jumped out of the window of the moving vehicle. And booked for it. Just ran. I didn't... 
I wish I didn't have to tell you this. Oh. But Carrie chased after her like she was prey and decapitated her there. Oh. Right there. What does this have to do with the other one? <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Oh my gosh. This is like... Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to rip this off like a band-aid. Yeah. Tell so, me all the bad stuff. After he decapitated her, he left the scene. Luckily for police, he left a lot more evidence at this crime scene than the last... Probably because he wasn't expecting her to jump out. And he, this isn't where he wanted it to happen. Right. And it's not a secure location, so he had to leave, like, ASAP. He left tire tracks belonging to his vehicle. And his red mechanic's hat was found at the scene. Page turn. Carrie was on the run. Eventually, he was found at, I don't know why, but a nudist camp in Wilton, California. Nice. Nice. Ooh, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Finding murders at a nudist camp. How fitting. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Well, I I don't know if he was nude. I'll say that. I couldn't see that. I couldn't find that anywhere. But he was at a nudist camp. Uh, Wait, what is a nudist camp? Is it just like like a camp you go to to watch nude people? Have you ever heard of a like a nude beach? I've heard of a nude beach, it's like but the not same a nude thing, camp. But it's like a camp area, I believe. Oh, so it's like just like a like a campsite where everyone's just nude. Yeah, I think maybe it's oh, at a beach. The heck? Yeah. Uh, my 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 brain immediately thought of like like a summer camp. <laughs> In the nudist summer camp. Send your kids to party with us. <laughs> Where all the leaders are nude. That sounds terrible. That sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. That is a, a dream for child predators. That would be. That is just... It's <laughs> a terrible place. That is just awful. No they, one they make go, that a thing, They guys. go there and play checkers with uh, other naked men. <laughs> No one send their kids to a nudist camp, please. Nude Connect 4. This has nothing to do with kids. It's just a bunch of adults just naked. Send your adult parents to a nudist camp. (laughs) Children, send your parents to a nudist camp. It's like a a summer camp, but for parents. But parents, you need to get a permission slip signed by your your kid. kid. You need uh, kids' consent before you, you're able to go on this trip. Because uh, everyone's going to be butt naked sitting on those on those chairs and everything. Um, and you, you might, Sounds real sanitary. It's not not really. Oh. You would think. My bad. <laughs> I thought so. My bad. You would think. But actually, a nudist camp probably isn't the most sanitary place no? to go. No. I guess I can see your side. That's why you need your kid's consent. Maybe Carrie just thought, yeah, you know what? If I go here, they'll never think to look for me at a nudist camp. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't think to look I, for someone. He doesn't have any camp. kids to give in a, a consent form. Yeah, so how do you get in? How do you get in? He must have forged it. Yeah, he must have forged it. They, they never <sighs> would look there because he doesn't have Well, a maybe kid. that's why the police came. They knew it was um, a forgery. Yeah, it there was like go. a forgery. So they... Uh, uh, they see, just so happened to... We're connecting the dots. Kick, <laughs> kick. They just so happened to catch the killer as well. We're solving this case one step at a time. Yep. Here in my room. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Okay. Back, back to what is happening here. Back to the here. case. Um, at this point, the press and the paper had domed him the Yosemite Park Killer. And he oh, was... I thought you said it was... Um... No, I was thinking of Yellowstone. Never mind. I always mix those two up. Oh, yeah. Don't they both have, like, hot springs and stuff, though? Like, the the things that can, like, literally dissolve bodies. <laughs> no, like, actually. Th- there's, like, there's like hot springs, oh. and it, it's, like, the number one place to get away with murder. I know Yellowstone it's completely does. untraceable. Because Yellowstone, we went to. Mm, yeah, we I did. don't know about Yosemite. Yeah. Um, Yellowstone's the one with the super volcano, right? Yes. That's rough. We went there a few years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. rough. Especially because we live, or we live within like a two hundred mile radius of that <laughs> of that of that uh, volcano, or we used to. We were not. Probably too not un- that close. We weren't that close. But close enough to the point where it would be scary, because. Uh. Because people are always like, oh, these super volcanoes, they're going to destroy the world. And after hearing that as a child, I wouldn't want to be on the same continent as that thing. You are. But I am. I am in, in the same country as that thing, actually. So that's that's a little alarming for my child brain. I hope there are no children listening to this podcast. They're going to Yellowstone with their parents. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to scar you out. <laughs> what do you mean it's a super volcano? What do you mean you need, you need to go to a nudist camp? I don't want to give you permission. I don't know how to do a signature yet. Can you just do it for me? <laughs> no, because that's, that's forgery. <laughs> Anyways, back to the case. He was the Yosemite Park killer, and he had been arrested slash brought in for questioning. During the interrogation, Carrie... He said he asked for child porn and I don't even know what to say, but in return for child porn, he would give a full confession. What? Wait, like in the interrogation, he asked the police for child porn. He said he essentially said, "Okay, here's the deal. I'll give you a full concession if you give me child porn. What the heck? Want to hear his reasoning? Wait, can he do that? No, they refuse. <laughs> okay, They're good. Like, no, get out of here, dude. I'm like, wait, what? No, they cannot give him child porn. <laughs> that, that's like, that's like, uh, uh, okay, I'll give you a full confession if you make me the president of the United States. 
they're not gonna give him child porn. <laughs> I'll 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 give you a full confession if you make me your boss and then I can fire you. <laughs> I can actually become the chief commissioner. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you my full confession. Yeah. Okay, like, here you go. Here's like your badge. what? The police aren't taking demands, man. This you're, is a negotiation. You're in an interrogation room. You aren't. You aren't taking demands. The best they'll get you is like a diet Pepsi or something. Yeah, maybe a, some stale Sprite. Yeah, <laughs> one that has been sitting out in the back of the van it for a nice few days. Nice and warm. Nice and warm, uncarbonated, melted crayons just uh, sitting in the soup of melted crayons. Probably what he des- deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Do you want to hear his reasoning for asking for? Child All right, one? give it to me. He says, it's sick, disgusting, perverted. I know that, but I can't go to prison for life and be happy without seeing it. What? What? That's what? a confession in itself. What? <laughs> that is. Yeah, you're like, right. I'm going to go to jail for <laughs> life for what I've done. That's like... <laughs> Uh, and, and, and admitting that he wants to see child porn. Yeah, that should be... Uh, attention a red flag like yeah 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 that that sounds that would be enough Daniel, for me to send someone away i have a question for you in a hypothetical situation if you were um going to be locked up for life what would be your one demand that's a good question probably some gosh darn peanut butter bars because there are no bakeries around here that has any peanut butter bars. And I'm angry because the nearest peanut butter bars are like 500 miles away and I have to go to every bakery in the gosh darn county to find some, but none of them have it. Okay, then. So Daniel would do peanut butter bars. (laughs) Carrie would do child porn. You see the difference there? The difference is one is a lot better than the other. <clears throat> yeah, uh, both coming from know. an insane person, though. Yeah. Well, like I said, obviously, the police are like, no, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not giving you child uh-huh. board. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It didn't matter, because Carrie made a full confession anyways. Okay, that's good. That's good. So this is what happened... So it turns out that, remember Carol, Julian, mm-hmm. Sylvie, he gained access into the room by knocking on the door and telling them that there was a leak that he need to, needed to investigate. When he entered the room, he strangled Carol and still Sylvie to death. To death. To death. So they died in that room. And he took them to the trunk of their own car. He forced Julie to get into the passenger seat and ride around with him for hours and hours looking for somewhere to place or hide the bodies. Eventually, he pulled off to the side of the road and he slit Julie's throat. Nearly decapitating her, kind of like I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. 
and left her near the creek before returning to the car to burn it. I don't know why he decided to put two in the trunk and one over at the creek. Yeah. That seems odd, but he's a crazy man, so like, let's yeah, not get too much man. into that. I just feel like if he was at one of those national parks with the hot springs, like he, he had a, a clear opportunity. Maybe he's too dumb. Like, imagine if, if he parked the burnt car right, like, right next to the hot springs. I feel like those hot springs are usually, like, surveilled, though. Like, they have can't, like... Like, surveillance or yeah, something? Yeah, I feel like... Well, I, I've heard, like, cases of people, of, like, the dead bodies being yeah. found in but them. But I feel like... unidentifiable. Nowadays, they probably have surveillance. 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 Thank you. Well, I don't know. Because I feel it's like, like if they don't, they should. It's like out in the wilderness. I don't care. Know. Put some cameras up. <laughs> I, I don't know if they can is the thing. My ring doorbell. Put your ring doorbell over there on the... Yeah, my ring doorbell isn't it connected to power. Yeah, but like in terms of like, um, like connection or like data. Like how, how would the Set ring... Set up a router. Yeah, but you'd have also have to set set up like um, the the massive towers in you order know what? for you to get. If it stops people from being murdered, I feel like it's good. I guess you have a fair point. Anyways, this is he did not take any people to hot springs. I don't know if he didn't have access. He didn't think it was gonna be good enough, or maybe he was just like, yeah, this sounds good enough to me. Maybe. He, it sounds like he wanted the bodies found if he sent a letter when they didn't find Julie. Or maybe Yosemite doesn't actually have hot springs and we are just um, talking nonsense. Or, <laughs> all right, I guess we're looking this one up. If we had a tally for all the times we have did a Google search <laughs> in the middle of the podcast, um, we'd have about, what episode is this? Six? There are not six searches. There are not any hot springs within Yosemite National Park. Okay, yeah. So we are just talking bullcrap. Yep. yep. Nice. Right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it wasn't me. It was Daniel. We. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Throwing me under the bus. All right. <laughs> Might as well throw me in a hot spring so you can get it over with. Yeah, but that's a long drive. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe next time. I guess I'll just die under the bus. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the he returned to the car to burn it after leaving Julie at the creek. And then, if you'll rem- if you remember, um, Joe, the Yosemite naturalist, naturalist, he said that he didn't intend on killing her. He saw her alone at her cabin, alone outside her cabin, and could no longer resist the temptation to kill again. He claims he would have continued if he wasn't caught, and he also claims he wished he was strong enough not to hurt the women. So, like, which one is it, dude? Well, I I could imagine that uh, like people who have those um, psychological 
urges to like hurt someone wishes that they were actually that they behaved like a normal person unless there's like they're actually psychotic and they have no guilt I guess they have like completely no guilt he has a little guilt because he says he wit he claims so he might have a little guilt maybe Mm -hmm. he's trying to get sympathy though right but I don't know in my mind if anyone's struggling with anything like this just go get help. That don't that don't hurt. Yeah, that don't hurt. Yeah. Go get some therapy. Yeah. Um Okay. He claims that none of his victims were ever sexually assaulted. There's no evidence against or supporting this. So the reason why he never sexually assaulted his victims is he says he wanted to keep the deaths as humane as possible. So I guess. I don't know what to say about that. What does humane mean? <laughs> Pretty much as kind as possible. As kind? As human as possible. What? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, not that's torturous. Not, that's not... I, I think making the daughter of someone that you just killed ride next to you for hours on end while her mother's in the trunk... Is kind of inhumane. Yeah. Personally. Well, well, killing someone is inhumane. Yeah, but he says, I wanted to kill them in the most humane way possible. That is completely. What? 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 what, It's like a hyperbole. What what does that mean? It's like it's something that um, doesn't make sense in the context. I I didn't take English. I'm. I can't speak most words. <laughs> but that that is just filled with irony, that statement. Yep. Because there's no way to kill someone in a humane way. There's not. What in the world do these guys even think? I, I, I don't know understand. what to say. But he claims that he fantasized for over 30 years about killing people. Wow. He also said to in an interview that the victim he's sorry to the victim's families but they were in the wrong place at the wrong time so that's some subtle victim blaming there just a just a little bit so at this point because all this came all like that interrogation after interrogation obviously he's arrested for real And he is charged with four counts of first-degree murder. Good. At the trial, his lawyers argued a mental illness defense. He said, they said that he was sexually assaulted by his uncle as a child. And that caused severe trauma, as well as the abduction of his seven-year-old brother, Stephen. Could let that sink in for a minute. Was Stephen the older one? Stephen is his younger brother. In the other story, was he's like the yes. older one that? So he was a abducted. So Stephen had a brother. Yes. And that brother was insane and murdered four people. Yes. Ten years after his death. Huh. 
Oh man, I thought Steven and his family were chill. That, come on. <laughs> I told you they were connected. I know, I don't like the connection though. <laughs> well, um, I'm just gonna leave you there and move on. Okay, you can just leave me. I'll, I'll just, I'll catch up in a bit. So the lawyers did this to try, try to gain, I'm sorry. <laughs> try to gain compassion just at my expense huh just laughing at my expense i see how it is no i'm not i shouldn't be uh so his lawyers were trying to get com- compassion from the jury like oh this guy he went through so no. much trauma you should take it easy on him <sighs> no compassion yeah, uh, well, that's what the courts thought because they were not lenient and Good. they convicted him on all charges. Good. He was given the death sentence, which was supposed to be. Hell, uh, was supposed to be. What, uh. Which was supposed to be in August of 2022. Supposed to be. Yes. But at this time, Carrie Stainer is on death row at San Quentin State Prison because of a court ruling on capital punishment, no executions in California have been made since 2006. So he was scheduled for August 2022 before that ruling. So now he's just a life sentence without parole. Oh, so he's still alive. He's still alive. But he will not be executed. Um, Man, how many things... Can go bad for this family? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There's like so much stuff. I guess... It just gets deeper and deeper. So, are you ready? Like, I thought it would end at the trauma from the kidnapping, but now a literal brother is... Addicted to killing. Can I tell you something else? Does it get even deeper? So I only, I read this in one newspaper article from newspaper.com, but I don't know if it's true because I didn't read it anywhere else. Okay. But in that article, Carrie claimed that his father and his uncle sexually abused him or sometimes his sister but at the trial, every mention of that was shut down. Because it's like, hey, what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's true, but maybe the family isn't as innocent, innocent as we thought. Yeah, but I, I just, I really I, hoped it was. <laughs> I don't want to say that because there's no... Like, I, I was dignity. really rooting for Steven. I, I thought his there family no was chill. Well, Steven was doing pretty good. <laughs> Steven was lovely, but I thought I thought his family would be lovely too. But then <laughs> I bet his wife and kids are lovely. I bet his wife and kids are great. You're right. Okay. Well, I hope you feel better. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Um, <laughs> here's a 
bunch of stuff that I'm just gonna drop on you. Hope it, hope you feel better now that we, <laughs> you made me cry even a bit more. Okay. Well, right. I'm yep. gonna just continue. <laughs> just continue it. Uh, right, give me so more. he's not eligible for parole, so he will never be out to hurt another woman. Okay, that's good. That's good. Cause he said that he he would have kept going. Yep. So essentially, Stephen's older brother equals bad dude. Bad dude. Is what I put in my notes, if you were wondering. <laughs> okay. So Carrie was... I'm just going to go into some of the facts of Carrie. Carrie was 11 when Stephen was kidnapped. That makes him 18 when Stephen returned. According to their neighbors and community... It seemed like Carrie was always jealous of Stephen. What? He was jealous of the attention. What? From media and parents. Bruh. Like, I get kind of maybe feeling like you're not getting as much attention. Yeah. But you're jealous I... of someone that's been abused and held prisoner for yeah, seven years. Yeah, that's an issue, buddy. Like, I think that's the first sign that something's probably a little off. I think, okay, okay, I think, okay, I'm sorry. You're I'm trying to, your thoughts. Thank you, thank you. It, this is a lot to take in. So. I know. <laughs> I if, set it up in such a way. You didn't know who it was until right know, there. Just, <laughs> it came out of nowhere. It's a, it's a lot to sink in right now. If I was the parent of Stephen and um, Carrie, um... And Carrie told me that he was jealous of Steven. I would, I would, uh, immediately get Carrie some ther some therapy because that, cause that is that is tough. Steven and Carrie would need therapy. I mean, at this but point. both of them would be would need therapy, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I understand because I bet it, if. Right. If you're if your child's missing, you're probably going to put a lot of time and attention yeah. into that because obviously your child is missing. Especially so, when they come home and they're drinking and smoking. So your other child might feel a bit somewhat neglected um, because you she, they're not getting as much attention as they would have been if uh, Stephen uh, hadn't disappeared. But being jealous of him? That does not feel right. That doesn't feel right to say. That doesn't feel right to hear. I don't like that at all. I'm sorry. Being jealous of someone who had gone through so much trauma and so much like sexual assault and being kidnapped, that's that's terrible. Get get the man some therapy, man. Talk oh, it out with someone. That. Oh, man, that just makes me so sad for the world. I'm not impressed with this. <laughs> You're not impressed with Carrie? No, no. I'm not either. I'm definitely not. Uh, I'm, I'm more sad than anything. Which is well, probably I the reaction that I should be having right definitely. now. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I succeeded in my job. Yeah. Yeah, you, you made me not impressed and you made me sad. You sad? <laughs> Gosh, dang it. Okay. No, 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 no. It, it's 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 a good kind of sad because the story is actually moving me. It's okay. like, ah, oh, man, I feel so. At least he's out of like mm -hmm. civilization. That's true. 
Why is he gone? Do you want to hear about some of the things that... Yeah, his... is there a kitty in this story? Unfortunately not. I can throw one in. Yeah, can you throw, throw one, one in real quick? Okay. So, not yet, but I will later. Ah, can you throw one in right now? Okay, so... There's reports that a sweet little black and white kitty goes to Stephen's grave every single year to <gasps> visit his grave and just make sure Stephen's okay. Oh, a little, a little, a little striped kitty goes to the graveyard. Mm-hmm. That is adorable. He misses Stephen just like I miss him. Yep. Okay. To get back to Thank this. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's a true fact, guys. It's a don't, true fact. Don't fact church it, though. <laughs> you, you guys don't need to, because you'll, you'll probably want for that to exist. So what's the point of disproving something that you want, want. to Yeah, exist? don't disprove it. Don't do it. Why? Why? So do you want to hear what some of his friends said about him, friends and family said about him growing up? About Carrie? Yes. All right, go ahead. So, in high school, he was voted most creative, and everyone thought he would become a cartoonist or a graphic artist. He was also the cartoonist for the high school paper. Nice. Instead, he remained known as the brother of kidnapped Stephen. Especially when he came home and nine years later, his brother had a movie made about him. General manager of the lodge that he worked at said, dot, 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 ah, I dropped my paper, that's okay, said, it really affected a lot of us that the monster could be, that this monster could be walking around among, amongst us, so trusted. There's a lot of monsters walking around, we all gotta be careful nowadays. So everyone that knew him before this brutal attack says that they never suspected this to happen from him. Almost everyone he knew said he was the nicest guy you would want to meet on the street. A neighbor of him and his family for 20 years said, I think it must have really affected Carrie. When Stephen came home, Carrie was kind of put on the back seat on the back shelf he was always in the background another neighbor also this is like an actual villain orange origin story that i'm listening to kind of because another neighbor said carrie was very frustrated at the publicity stephen was getting i think carrie wants as much attention as stephen got your brother was kidnapped for seven years and held against his will he doesn't want any attention from that. Did you... Were you not there for all that trauma he went through after yeah. returning? You want that? I, I think I think he... He doesn't want the reason why it's in publicity. He just wants to be in media and He just wants be to be in publicity. Okay. And... Uh, this feels really gross. It, it's just, it's it's weird because I'm kind of like, I can kind of see how someone could feel in that in that situation. And oh, I just, yeah, because I, I feel, feel bad. it too. Yeah, and I feel bad for both parties. And it's just like this tension is just. So, 
I you know, I just like I wish they would have gotten therapy. I feel bad for eighteen year old Carrie that felt like he wasn't as important. Yeah. But I don't feel bad for nineteen ninety nine Carrie. I That's don't when feel he bad decided to either. do something terrible because he went through something terrible. Yeah, that is That's not an excuse, no excuse to like change some change and completely drastically uh, just bulldozer someone else's life. That is no excuse to do anything because a lot of people have had like tragic backstories and rough upbringings but that didn't turn them into bad people yeah that's not an excuse it just this just feels gross so um we could talk about this for hours but what gets to me is a lot of male killers who kill women usually have like they're killing substitutes for who they want to kill in their mind or they're killing their mom who did something terrible over and over and over again. But I can't find any female that ever wronged him in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I found this just before we were recording. And his friends, in this article, his friends are quoted saying, We used to rag on him when the girls mentioned they wanted to date him, but he never did anything about it he said he'd say a woman was nice looking and he goes so as far so far as saying it would be nice to get together with her but nothing ever came of it so i guess women were interested in him and he would mention women but maybe it was something about being put on the back seat for so long yeah, maybe and maybe his mind was preoccupied or something yeah because Women thought he was kind before he went up into the woods and started working at the lodge. And he turned to be a little creepy. Uh, although I did find another story of, uh, from someone named Floris. She says that she was fi- when she was 14 and Carrie was 16, she was, hel- she was at a sleepover that one of his sisters were throwing. She says that stay, uh, that Carrie crept under her cot as she slept and reached up to touch her breast. After she told him to go away, she said, uh, after she told him to go away, he reappeared in the doorway, naked. What? Uh, she told him to go away again, and this time he did go away. But, so, I don't know what to believe. Maybe he was putting up a character his whole life, say, and only was letting it show every now and then. But, I don't know. He's in jail, I guess. But, Daniel, do you do- please tell me you have a story that can get us out of this fuck. Oh, I, I do. I Thank definitely do. the Lord! <laughs> Oh man! Hit me with it. I, I, I I'm feel, not impressed I with Carrie. I feel so sad. I'm not impressed. Okay. Not one bit of me. I want to move on. I want to put it behind All right. me. I did it. Let's move on. Featuring Daniel Kane. <laughs> Let me close it. 
Yeah. So anyways, um, I'm going to be talking about the Hawaii... Oh. Wait. Before you begin, I forgot oh, okay. to say, say one thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you were going to mention um, something last night that you told me to remind you of, and then I completely yeah, forgot. That's what this is. Um, oh, okay. Good, good, good. Okay. So Hulu came out with a documentary, a docu- docu-series right. this year called Captive Audience, a real American horror story. And yeah. it goes into Stephen and Carrie. Uh-huh. Uh, the first two episodes, right? The first two episodes are about Stephen. And then the la- there's only three episodes. So first two about Stephen. The last one's about Carrie. Mm-hmm. So, um... uh i can't remember what we were gonna say last night but it was like i just like that carrie did what probably did what he did because he wanted to be as known as steven Mm -hmm. and i mean he wanted to have the same publicity as steven but he just got steven more publicity yep and then um steven had two episodes and he had one so haha carrie i've never seen I've never seen a true crime anything get that deep before. Like, it had so many, so many new things, so many steps. It, it just got deeper and deeper. And it, it, that's crazy. That is actually crazy, Can you dude. imagine? So just put your place in that family. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? No. If your younger brother got kidnapped for seven years, wouldn't you not want to be a perpetrator? I, I would not want for that to happen to me at all. No. And then you wouldn't want to do it to anyone else, right? I wouldn't want to do it to anyone else either. But, so, uh... <sighs> Carrie, it's just, uh, I'm not it's, impressed with you. I'm not impressed either. I, I succeeded in my goal to you, but I also swung around and hit me right in the yeah, heart streets. Yeah. Man, it's that is crazy, dude. I've never, like heard of anything <laughs> like that before that was actually real uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that <laughs> it's so crazy i it was it was too perfect it was actually crazy that that happened well that docuseries came out in april of this year so if anyone's interested uh it goes into more of the details than i did because mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not a professional. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> don't get mad at me. But if you're interested, you guys should go give that a watch and let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. That's all I wanted to say. I'm sorry I cut you off. You can uh, continue. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be talking about the Hawaiian Night Marchers. Um, I want to start with like an anecdote. Okay. Uh, the name of this girl I couldn't find, but I found her online username of this website, which we will link to the article. Um, her username was Kona Girl. So Kona Girl. I th- I think that's how it's pronounced. K O N A Girl. That sounds about right to me. Okay, so I'm just gonna read it, just how it is. Okay. When I was a young girl. <laughs> you were never a young girl. Daniel. I know it's you're like, mistaken. Oh, I, I I already messed it up. I, I I'm one sentence into this story and I, I already messed it up. Mm. Start it over. Uh, all right, I'll start it over. When I was a young girl, freck. Ah, oh, freck. When she was a young girl, 
I was staying. Just read it how you have it. It's good. I won't say anything. All right, all right, all right. When I was a young girl, I was staying with some family friends at their home in the mountains of the... You went to Hawaii. How do you say this? Ka'a'awa Valley. Just because I went to Hawaii doesn't mean anything. I don't want to butcher it. Um, isn't this... What island did you say this is on? I think this is Maui, from what I remember. Okay, can you spell it so I can look at the word? K-A-apostrophe-A-apostrophe-A-W-A Valley. So, don't sue me. But I think... Ka'awa. So, you were right. All right, cool. All right. And that's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it wrong. Yeah. Man, I, I already know the Hawaiian dialect, and I haven't oh. even been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so she was staying at a family friend's at their home in the mountains of Ka'awa Valley, not too far from an ancient burial ground. It was about midnight when she heard a trumpet shell blow, and then the drums and the chanting... She woke her friend, and we they went outside to see what was going on. Everyone else was sleeping, and she I think remembers. That was a mistake. And she remembers thinking, "How can they sleep through this? Of oh, all the chanting they, and the marching and the maybe drum? Because they're used to it." Um, once outside, we fall. Well, the friend even woke up, and the friend lives there. Um, okay, never mind. Continue. Once outside, we followed the path through the jungle towards the chanting. We could see the glow of the torches through the trees of the dense vegetation. The drums and the chanting were getting louder, and the torches were getting closer to the spot on the trail that we were standing. My friend turned, and I ran away in fear. And as I... My friend turned and ran away in fear. And I turned. Okay, thank you. And as I turned to follow her, my foot caught in a tree root, tripping me, and I went down on my knees in the mud, unable to get untangled from the tree root. The drums were so loud that I thought they were inside my head, and my heart was pounding so hard, I didn't know if it was my heart or the drums, and I couldn't get loose to run. Suddenly, I was picked up from behind and and flung like a sack of potatoes off the trail and into the jungle. I lifted my head out of the muddy leaves where I had landed and watched as the procession of guards and Alai marched past. As the procession marched down the trail, moving past the house, one by one they vanished into thin air, and the sounds of the drums and the voices faded away. I will never forget, as long as I live, the sight of the regalia, the the beauty of those huge men, as they seemed to be close to seven feet tall. Holy cow. The human smells of the ancients as they passed by and the sight of their vanishing as if they had never come. I get chicken skin every again every time I retell the story. I'm not sure what that means, but I'm, I'm guessing it's like goosebumps or something. Yeah. Um, the, these people that she's seeing are the night, the night marchers, by yeah. the way. I, I, I concluded that. Years later, a kahuna, a spiritual teacher or Hawaiian priest, Sam Lono, said that I had been protected 
by one of the ancient guards, either because he was an ancestor to my family or because I was an innocent child. You were protected? You were flung off the trail. I'll, I'll explain what happens to the average person. Oh, okay. I'm like, that doesn't sound protected. Years later, when my children were young, we were living on their father's family land in the mountains of Kalawa. Kalawa? Kalawa. Is it the same spelling? No, it's something different. <laughs> How do you spell it? K A L A O A. Kalawa. Okay. When my children were young, we were living on their family's land in the mountains of Kalawa. Kalawa. Yep. On the, on the big island of Hawaii. Honolulu. The house was situated right next to a Hawaiian trail. Often at night, we could hear the sounds of the marchers' feet, the voices speaking Hawaiian, the sounds of the drum and the trumpet shells as they made their way down the tr- mountain trail. Sometimes they were so close to the house of the walls that the walls would vibrate from the stamping of the marching feet as they marched by, and we could smell the smoke from the torches they carried. I would soothe my children's fears by telling them it was just their ancestors marching down the mountain. So, I'm sorry, I just had a thought. What if, like, a Karen went to visit, like, got an Airbnb (laughs) on the trail, (laughs) and she got so... She got woke up and she was so angry because she's like, why are these people playing their drums so loud at three in the morning? I'm gonna go give me them a piece of my mind and walks up. To- <laughs> she, she goes out and she will die because because I have yet to explain what happens to the average person. Okay, okay. okay I'm okay. sorry, Karen. Don't do that. <laughs> it was just a thought. Maybe, May- maybe some Hawaii, of you Karens can go out there. Maybe some of you. If you're going maybe to Hawaii, you. um, just... Just uh, don't pay attention to the people marching. Yeah. Because I'm about to explain. Hawaii, by the way. Oh, okay. It, Hawaii? That's how it's pronounced. In Hawaii? Mm-hmm. Hawaii. So everyone just pronounced Hawaii, mm-hmm. and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay, well, that's a lot to take in. My children's father is a pure-blood Hawaiian. Did I get it? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I th- I don't know if it works with the N, but I think so. I think it works. Hawaiian, And yeah. comes from an ancient line of warriors and kahunas. Family members who had lived in the house before us had warned me before moving in to say to stay inside when we heard them coming down the mountain trail. We, of course, heeded their advice and never ventured out at night. When we'd hear the beginning uh, beginning sounds of the trumpet shells echoing off in the distance up the mountain trail. You can't even go out on your porch? Uh, no, probably not. Okay, good to know. So, uh, one of the things, I you didn't include this. look out your window? No. Okay, don't even look at them. Nope, don't okay. even look at them. So, one of these things that, um... So, okay, actually, I'll, I'll explain this in a bit. This isn't in my notes, but I would like to tell you guys. So okay. um, so that was the end of the anecdote. Now I'm going to go into, like, what online says about okay. the marches. I have one question real quick. Hmm? What if you're deaf? Will they take... What, what if you're deaf? Yeah, you're deaf. 
and you like accidentally look outside. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> will they not take pity on you? I I think they will, but I don't know if if they can tell if you're deaf or not. You know, you can't really look at someone and just. That's true. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's tough. Okay, we can go in now. In Hawaiian mythology, night marchers are the deadly ghosts of ancient Hawaiian Hawaiian warriors. The night marchers are the vanguard for a sacred king, chief, or chief S. On the nights honoring the Hawaiian gods, Kane, Ku, and Lono, did I say that right? Or on the light, or on the nights of Kanalawa, Kanalawa. Kanalawa, yep. They are said to come forth from their burial sites or to rise up from the ocean and to march in a large group to Hawaiian battle sites or other sacred places. Legend says that night marchers are normal sized warriors dressed for battles, dressed for battle, carrying spears, clubs, and some are beating war drums and blowing tones from conch cells to announce the advancing of their march. According to the myth, they are suspended in air. Their feet do not touch water or ground as they tra- traverse through the night and they leave no evidence of their visitations. They march in darkness after sunset and march as a group continuously until just before sunrise. Anyone living along their path may hear chanting, sounds of blown conch shell tones, and marching noises in the night. The following signs are a foul and musky death-like odor and torches getting brighter and brighter as the night marches closer. Night marchers might appear during the day if they are to escort a dying relative to the spirit world. Can you see them during the day then? Uh, or, yes. Okay. Oh, I was like, that's unfair. <laughs> 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 Whew. It's <laughs> like you accidentally look at it. <laughs> Just going about your errands, accidentally look over at it. Okay, this is the moment where where I where I uh, say what um, they happens to the average person. Okay, I'm ready for it. Okay. I think this says it's easy to tell if night marchers are approaching. They carry torches. They march to the thunderous sound of drums, and they give warning by sounding a conch shell. According to Hawaiian myth, if someone happens to encounter the night marchers, they must lie face down on the ground, shut their eyes, and pretend to be dead. Any mortal looking upon and being seen in defiance toward the marchers will die a violent death. Like immediately or just? Immediately. At the hands of the night marchers. So anyways, uh, so basically anybody who sees him will die a violent death. Like, they're going to go into their house. Like, if they w- look out the window, they're going to go into their house and just murder them. hmm Nice. Okay. So, anybody seeing the person will die a violent death. So, I'd like to go um, take this next bit to show you some pictures of the night marchers. Someone took pictures? <laughs> <laughs> That's a full picture. No, 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 no. This is a painting. Oh, and that looks like a picture from here. I'm like, who the F took a photo? <laughs> oh, man. So, so anybody looking at them will die. So have you look at these images that I brought for you on the, on the document. I'd rather not. Um, so here's one. It's just here, like I'm a painting. I'm going to lie on the ground. 
<laughs> Close your eyes and pretend to be dead. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> so he, here's the unfair thing. Okay. So I didn't include this in my notes, but uh, some articles were saying that the night marchers could potentially walk through your house instead of outside. If your front door is directly aligned with your back door, they'll come in through the back door and just walk through your house. Kind of like we have like the patio door and then the front door over here. They can walk through. What if you're getting up for a late night snack? You're just dead? Yep. That's not fair. <laughs> well, well, you would hear them with like the conch shells. Oh, right. Okay. So, so just so stay in your room. If they barred your door open, uh, fall on the floor, close your eyes, and pretend to be dead. Or just hide away in your room. Yeah, or that. If you're yeah. asleep, they'll think you're dead. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Um, so the, uh, the, the reason why falling down and closing your eyes, it's, it's because it's, um, it's like showing respect and fear towards the oh, warriors so that I respect so you warriors. I, I respect <laughs> you so much. So they'll spare you because they, they realize you're actually like, you're like fearing them and you, uh, respect them. So um, I respect you more than I fear you. Does that help? Should I not say that out loud? No. I respect you a lot. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, just leave it at that. Additionally, mortals can avoid harm or death from night marchers by being fortunate enough to have an ancient ancestor that was a marcher present to recognize them. Um, as they encounter the mortal, they will call out, Nau, which means mine in Hawaiian. No one in the warrior procession will harm them sweet they're like that's mine that's mine my ancestor no hurt no hurt that's that's my granddaughter we're not going to hurt her or great 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 great, great granddaughter, granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just throw her off the trail we'll keep her away from yeah everyone. we'll chuck her out like a sack of potatoes well, into she, the jungle she's okay <laughs> She's fine. I'd much rather that fate than the torturous death. So <laughs> a violent death. I, I I imagine they never mind. I I I just can't stop imagining like terrifier stuff. You know. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, Are we gonna watch Terrifier <clears throat> too? When it comes out of theaters. I'm down. Okay. So th th this is just a, a this is not a really a part of the story, but this is just like facts about them. Okay. Um, in Hawaiian in ancient Hawaiian lore, the laws declared body parts of a king or chief to be sacred and not to be seen by a mortal. The punishment the punishment for looking at these parts will always be instant death. Kind of like looking at the night markers the, the night marchers. Oh, so. I'm sorry. The body parts of these chiefs that were ahead of the night marchers are said to be sacred. So if anybody sees them, they'll die an instant death. Oh, okay. So they're just going to die regardless if they mm -hmm. see them at all. Yeah. If, if they don't have to see the night marchers, if they see the, the dead body parts of these chiefs, then they're dead. Does that make sense? Don't, wouldn't they see them at the same time, though? No, like, uh, if, if, like, the body parts are, like, buried or something or kept in a box or something, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, so they're not found. I don't think so. 
Oh, so if they're f- if someone finds them, they'll die an instant death yeah. just by looking at them. Oh, that's unfortunate. Don't go digging, guys. Yeah, don't go digging. What if like a construction site found those? So the instant death is usually by bolts of intense light and flaming heat originating Ooh. from several of the warrior's eyes Ooh. aimed toward the mortal. Laser vision. The violating mortal is incinerated instantly and the bodily remains dissipate as vapors. Hmm. Hmm. So no one knows. Oh, okay. If a king's or chief's face was not supposed to be observed, the king or chief would lead the assembled night marchers from the front. If his back was not to be looked upon, he would be in the back of the assembled group. However, for some chiefs, no part of them was forbidden no part of them was forbidden to be looked at by mortals. These chiefs would march among their warriors in the group. Some marchers are joined by the Hawaiian gods. Um, the torches are said to burn brighter in these marches. The largest torches are carried one at the front, one in the back, with three within the group. The number five is significant in Hawaiian mythology. In the night marchers with Hawaiian gods present, there are six gods, three male, three female. The goddess named, I'm not even going to try that, is often within the night marchers. The composition of night marchers is extremely varied. And that, that's everything that I could find. There were a few more anecdotes, but I kind of just wanted to pick one. I didn't want to yeah. have multiple stories into one thing. But what? Yep, that was pretty much it. Well, that was worth something. That was something I'm glad for they sure. Didn't hurt the girl in the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was about to ask, how do like anyone have stories of these if um they die? But I guess if they're an ancestor, yeah, then they're not gonna die. Or if they're spared by uh, yeah. just falling on the floor and closing their eyes. Don't look, Johnny. Oh Don't yeah, because she kind of did. She was on the ground. Yeah, because she tripped. Yeah, she was on the ground, uh, closing her eyes. You have a point. Maybe she doesn't have an, an ancestor. Maybe right. she was just... Maybe they're just like, why is this dead body in my way? Get out of here. <laughs> they could have been like... I don't, don't want to trip worked. on you. <laughs> it could have been like, this dead body's in my way. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah, so they threw it like a sack of potatoes. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I'd like to say that I am not impressed with them, but I don't want them to hear that. I, I'm so I'm impressed. I'm not impressed with Carrie. I'm not impressed with Carrie. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Carrie, mm, he's in San Quentin. Guys, if you're in San Quentin, be, just know and be careful. Carrie, I had some sympathy for you up until you started committing violent crimes. Yeah. So um, hmm. maybe that wasn't the best idea in hindsight you lost daniel's support real fast yeah you you lost all my support and the fact that you didn't have a kitten companion just ruined it just I made mean, it Steven even worse has a kitten that visits his grave, that's true that's true I, we should just add kittens into the stories okay, that are I, just really really uh, when dark. i cover true crime stories i'll just throw a kitten in there <laughs> please <laughs> every true right, crime guys. story needs a kitten guys write in and uh let us know if you want to hear about kittens true <laughs> or fake when telling <laughs> terrible things the one at the prison was real just to be clear <laughs> yeah that was an actual kitten there <laughs> 
<laughs> but but I I do like that idea. I want I want every okay. true crime episode. To have okay, guys, uh, just to like if, you know, let's have a poll. If you agree with Daniel, <laughs> uh, write in. Give yes or no. You don't yes, even have to give any no. context. Just say yes. Just say yes or no, and I'll we'll, understand. We'll understand. We'll know. Uh, yeah, you can um, write in at I'm not impressed podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We also have an Instagram, I'm not impressed pod. We have no posts still, but it's up there. It's it's doing something. I'm not sure what we're it's gonna doing. We're going to do something. I'm going to give uh, Daniel an a- access to it. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for watching. Yeah, uh, share with your... Fr- yeah, listening, not watching. Don't watch us. That's creepy. Share with your grandma, unless she, she doesn't like true crime. Then sure. show her the wolf girl one because yeah. that was cool. Yeah, maybe she'll like that one. Maybe she'll like the wolf girl one. <laughs> I think that's probably the most calm <laughs> one we've had. Yeah, I think. Or or this Hawaiian Night Marcher one. I don't know. Oh, they they kill people sometimes. <laughs> well, they that's true. Them. In terms of um, <clears throat> violence, probably. But I like the wolf girl one a lot just because like it's kind of scary, you know, just seeing a random girl running on all fours in the middle of the fog. Yeah, I'd be kind of terrified. <laughs> I'd be absolutely spooked out of my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had a terrible, terrible image oh, pop into my, my head. Gosh. What if you saw Art running at you no. like a wolf? Oh, no. <laughs> he I runs had, on all fours. I had to envision it, and so now all of you have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well dear. if you want to hear more of this tune in next sunday and share with your friends get us up those charts yeah give five stars if or you will. if you're not you. gonna get five stars don't give any stars thank you <laughs> thank you very much you can email us any critiques do not put it on the reviews please um because it will hurt our feelings <laughs> well it will hurt our uh standing we're currently at five stars. We only have like five reviews, but we're currently at five stars. Five reviews? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I didn't know we had any. So, yeah, I am all over that sort of thing. Let's go. Okay. Well. Right, see you guys. Look forward to seeing you next week. And we succeeded. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed either. Goodbye. Mm. Bye.